Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hi, everyone. Um, so I'm one of your co-hosts, Emmy Morgan. Um, Kyle is running a bit late. He'll be joining us soon. And Michael is um, off. He has a friend in town, so he's entertaining friends, which is always awesome. Um, sorry about last weekend. I actually um, I got sick at work. I had a head cold at work on Thursday. Not last Thursday, the past Thursday. And um, I do, did something I never do. So I took half a day Thursday. I took Friday off. And, of course, I had Labor Day off. But on Sunday, in addition to my head cold Sunday, I got food poisoning from um, takeout that I ate. And I was so sick, I can't even tell you. I I. I know it was food poisoning because almost five years to the day, I had food poisoning from Applebee's, and again, it was the same exact sickness. This one was more violent, though, which was weird. It wasn't. It wasn't violent like I was like throwing up and all that stuff. It was. I'm gonna be honest, more the other end, but. Um, the Applebee's one lasted just a couple of hours. This one lasted like half of the day until I finally had to drive myself to um, stop and shop and get some medicine. And um, yeah, it was pretty bad. I was like so, so sick. Um, and then, of course, on Monday, my head cold came back. It was funny because while I was sick on Sunday, I had no symptoms of my head cold. And in the minute, that I felt better from that, my head cold came back. And I'm still fighting it, as you can still have the cough and um, slightly runny nose. So so that's why I didn't have a show last week. I apologize. Um, so uh, while we wait for Kyle, I just wanted to give a couple shout-outs. One, um, to my roommate, Adam, who I love him so much. He's such a positive influence in my life. And... It's just nice coming home, knowing that he's going to be there, and he just makes me laugh and smile, and I just love him. And also, my um, upstairs neighbor, Ryan, who, the short version of the story with me and Ryan was, I thought he was just, I thought he hated me, and he was just really quiet to me, and it turns out. Um, he was just trying to stay away from some of the drama that was going on in my apartment. And he wasn't being rude or he didn't hate me. It's just he just kind of wanted to distance himself from everything. And he really is just... We ended up talking two weeks ago. We settled everything. My landlord is really good friends with him. And he's like, you two need to talk. So he, um, Ryan and I had Taco Tuesday together. And uh, I think I mentioned that before. And um, very quickly, he is somebody that, do you ever meet those people that you that you become friends with really fast and you're just like, I don't remember what my life was like without you in it. And it's not like you're obsessed with him. I'm not obsessed with Ryan. I don't like, I don't like him in that way either. It's not a romantic thing. It's just like, I think Adam said it best. He's like, you found your long-lost sister. I feel like I found, like, a sibling. You know, I have the same bond with a couple of other friends of mine. But there's just so much comfort with Ryan. Like, we were sitting down waiting for a movie, and I put my head on his shoulder. I've never done that with anybody. No, that's a lie. I've done that with one other person, my friend Larry. And I've never done that with anybody else. And there's just this level of, I I think it's because I don't have a sexual attraction towards him. I think he's physically gorgeous. I mean, 
he's 5'11", he's in great shape, he's got a bubble butt, he's just, he's gorgeous, but there's no, like, sexual attraction. I'm not like, oh, I want to have sex with him. Um, If I didn't know him, I probably would have, like, the biggest crush on him because he's my type in that regard, but because he's my friend, I don't look at him that way. But it's just, like, I just love being around him. He's so positive. Like, I've noticed that there's a theme with the people that I will hang out with, and they're positive people. They they um, accept me for me, and he is just, he's absolutely amazing. And I posted a couple pictures on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me at Morgan 76 You can see him. Um, we went to the movies together. We saw the movie Amy. Um, about Amy Winehouse, and it was so good. But um, yeah, he was totally comfortable around me. And when someone else is comfortable, because yesterday was the first day officially that I was my trans self publicly. Now, I've been transitioning physically since August 1st, but yesterday was the first time I actually, you know, wore a lot of makeup out and I wore a girl shirt and girl shoes and I actually wore a wig that I bought because I want to protect my, I want my natural hair to grow. So I I don't want to relax it or do anything like really bad chemically to it, but I wanted to try and see what long hair would be like. So I bought a wig on Friday and I don't know what possessed me to do it. I just did it. I just feel like it's time, you know, how I've been saying that I've been in adolescent phase of my life and right now I'm moving towards the teen years. And um, I just felt right, you know. Plus on Friday I had an interview with the communications person from my work and she um, did an interview about my transition and how I'm transitioning at work and and just transitioning in general in Boston. And um, I don't know, after the interview, I'm like, I think it's time. And my friends have been waiting for this big, you know, girl reveal for me. So on Friday night, I came home. My roommate was in um living room with the guy he's seeing, and they were, like, dyeing his hair. I just ran right in my room, locked the door, tried on my wig, did a couple of pictures and whatnot. And then I opened the door. I'm like, Adam, come here. And he's like, what? Oh, my God. Like, he, I've never seen this boy speechless. He could not talk. The only thing that came out of his mouth was, Mac, get over here. And the guy he was seeing came over, and they were just both floored. And they kept saying how confident I looked. And I think because of how they've reacted is how confident I felt. So, of course, I was taking selfies, and one of my friends said, you've taken more selfies two days than you ever have taken in your life. And it was just um, pretty amazing. And, of course, um, when I went to the movies with Ryan last night, I had to go to the bathroom. And I have never been in a public woman's bathroom before. So I was like, Ryan, what do I do? He goes, go to the bathroom. you got to go. You can't, there's no way you can go in the men's bathroom looking the way you do. I'm like, oh my God. So I went in and it was the most nerve-wracking 10 minutes of my life. But of course I made it out and um, yeah, it was just the whole thing. And the woman that held the door for me, she didn't, she didn't even look twice at me. And it's funny, we were sitting on a bench, uh, me and Ryan, before the movie And if I was ever nervous about being trans in public, I got over it quickly because nobody even stared at me. Nobody paid attention to me. Nobody looked at me. And it was just really eye-opening for me, and I really am glad that I did it. And it made me feel comfortable that I can be out in public and feel comfortable and not feel like I'm being stared at. Um... But also, too, I was so focused on hanging out with Ryan and having a good time with him, I didn't even care if people were staring or not. He actually said 
I haven't noticed anybody staring at you, and I've been looking. I'm like, huh, okay. I didn't. It didn't even occur to me. So, um, yeah, I think this is like. I, I'm really glad I took my time with this transition. I've said it so many times. I'm really glad now that I'm coming to the point where I'm comfortable because it just feels right. You know what I mean? It feels comfortable. And the response I'm getting from people, I mean, even my mother said that I looked good, which is just crazy. Um, But, yeah, I'm just, I'm really, really, really happy. And at the same time, I'm so sad that this isn't everybody else's experience in the trans world and, or community, sorry. And I wish I could do something to help it. And I know that I can't help every trans woman, but you know what? I'm going to live the best life I can and appreciate everything that I have now and the amazing experiences I have, so... Excuse me, sorry. Um, told you that cough is still there. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited and happy, and I feel good about myself. And um, and it's been a little, it's been a little strange. I would compare it to um, being overweight and suddenly losing all the weight and having people respond to you positively, friendly with, are suddenly, they're closer to me now. And um, I'm getting a little bit of attention from the boys that I didn't get before. Um, And at first I was a little perturbed by it because, um, well, why didn't you pay attention to me before? But I thought and thought about it because I'm a thinker and I overanalyze everything. And I realized that before, even though I was confident in who I was, I never thought I was the best-looking person in the world or the smartest or whatever. I was confident in who I was. But I wasn't truly me. So now... Not only am I becoming confident, but I'm also truly who I've always wanted and felt I was born to be. And so I think people are responding to that more. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just so happy. But um, my beautiful friend Kyle has joined us. Hello, my love. Hello. Sorry I'm late. It's all right. Don't worry about it. I got How to, are you um, today? Talk a little bit about. Well, I'm still sick. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but I got to, I got to talk about my transition, which would be boring for you. But, um, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. How are you feeling, dear? Um, I'm good. I mean, you know, the weekend's winding down. Um, I didn't get too much sleep, but it's like, you know, I, I could always take a nap today. It is Sunday, but other than that, I'm doing fine. Thank you. Why didn't you get? Well, I'll I'll make it a very short story. So yesterday, um, you know, I had brunch with some friends of mine, and we just kind of hung out, and I ended up staying out at this pub and chatting with some some tourists that were in town and just kind of having a good time. And then around, you know, then I decided just to grab a bite to eat there. So I did, and then I came home, and then I decided to take a little nap. And then a friend of mine I was Uh supposed to meet up with around 10 texted me and said, do you want to still meet up tonight? Because we had met up the night before. It's like, you know, I'm really kind of exhausted. Can we just call it a day and then I'll see you next time you're in town? He said, yeah, that's no problem. So I took a little nap and then I woke up and by the time I woke up, you know, I took like a little cat nap. It was like nine o'clock and I'm like, I was wide awake. So then I started watching Mockingjay. So I watched that. So my friend Ray that works um, two doors down at the Thai place gets off at midnight. And so he texted me and said, hey, what are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm up watching movies. I said, well, come over back to the pub and have a drink with me. It's like, okay. So I went over there, and his friends were there, and we ended up stay. I stayed there till like four. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Yeah, they were playing music. We were laughing, you know. But I was like, it was like that, you know. You know those times when you get a second wind after you've been exhausted for a while and you're kind of pooped, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's like all of a sudden this second burst of energy. Well, that's what happened. Yeah, it's like I'm not tired. <laughs> so I so I did that. Well, I actually I left around three thirty before they closed, and I came back home, still couldn't sleep. So I watched the rest of Mockingjay and went to bed. And then it's like, and then I thought, girl, you're gonna be a tired hooker tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> So whenever I woke yes. up and I'm like, oh shoot, I need to do the call, and then it's like I want. And I said, you know what? If I run right now to Starbucks and get some coffee, I'll just be like five minutes late. I don't think and will mind. But it's like the no. thing is like I cannot do the show without coffee. You <laughs> really I, can't. Remember how I couldn't do the show without my wine at, when we did it at night? Yeah. And now it's like I need to have my coffee. <laughs> I think you got some sort of, you know, drinking problem, dear, whether it's coffee or wine. I think we need to talk about that. We could talk about girl. my intervention some other time. Oh, girl. Okay. Um, so, besides yesterday, how was the rest of your week? Fine. Last um, week. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. It's like, it was, interestingly enough, it's like, I was looking at some pictures on some Facebook of a certain friend of mine that I'm talking to right now. And I was like, um, I started, I was, you know, at the pub and showing it around. And it's like, they were like, wow, he looks great. It's like, I know. It's like, no. so every, yes. It, I, and I, didn't I email you? It's like, it like shaves a few years off your life. I mean, it almost makes you look younger. I know. One of the pictures, I, even, you know, everybody always tells me that I look young. One of the well, pictures. you know why? Don't don't get mad. Why? You, you know, because black don't crack. Well, yeah, I, I say that myself. <laughs> okay. I don't okay. see it, but then there was one picture I'm looking at, and I'm like, Jesus, I look like a teenager. You do have a very young-looking face, but when you had, yeah. when you had, when you were posting your, um, your shots, I'm like, ooh, girl, look good. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. And um, I was saying before you came on, a couple of, uh, I'm getting some attention from some guys, and I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you, you do um, know I'm trans, right? Like, <laughs> I just think it needs to put a bigger smile on your face, that's all. <laughs> it does, it does. But it also scares the shit out of me, because you you know how I was before dating Right, right. And now it's like, oh my god. But yeah, it's um it's fine, I guess. So, um yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. But I first wanted to say, have you seen the movie Amy about Amy Winehouse? Um, I have not, but I've heard really, really good things about it. So I went into it thinking, Oh my god. This movie is going to be just like every freaking documentary, whatever. The reason why it was so damn amazing is because it was almost entirely home videos of Amy Winehouse. Now, unless they know how to digitally enhance and dub, these were completely her words. It was accurate. It was her recording. Like, she did interviews. It was her voice. Like, Probably the most amazing documentary I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. I have so much more respect for her. I get why she was, like, it explains everything. It doesn't, like, make her look good. It doesn't make her look bad. It just explains how she went from unknown person in London to mega superstar. And, and it even explains how she died. Like, not just the physical, but the emotional and mental. It was so mm-hmm. amazing. I, I recommend everybody who's an Amy Winehouse fan, even if you like one of her songs and you kind of like her, go see it. You will, you'll be amazed. You will be amazed. Ugh. I left there, and that was my second win after I left the movie. First of all, I cried like four times in the movie. And um, when I got home, it was like, let's see, the movie started at like 8.10, so... I didn't go to bed till like two. I was just up singing Amy Winehouse songs in my bedroom. Like it was, it was insane. It, it was insane. I just, I love her. She's so much deeper than people thought. So 
Did you see any new movie in the past week or two? You know, I've been really bad about actually getting out to see movies, and the one movie I really want to see, which I think I talked to you about, was the Lily Tomlin movie, Grandma, and I saw a preview party mm-hmm. last night. So but I haven't been able to get out of, you know, my little comfort zone to go see a movie. So, no, unfortunately. But I did hear wonderful things about Amy. And, I, I, I mean, I was never a huge Amy Winehouse fan. I mean, I respected the fact that she was extremely talented, but it was never mm-hmm. enough for me to, like, be this huge fan. But it's like I, I understand that the documentary is, like, both very poignant and kind of sad, too, as well. Because, I mean, she was just, it was just unfortunate, her path to destruction, you know? Yeah, and the thing about the movie, which I don't want to ruin it for anybody, she had yes people all around her. And after yeah. we got out of the movie, I said to my friend Ryan, I said, I don't ever, I don't care. No, no. first I said, I just want you to know I'm going to be famous. He's like, wait, what? And I go, yeah, um, my book is going to make me famous. I'm going to be a famous person. I just want you to know that. He's like, uh, okay. And I go, when I become famous, I want you to always tell me the truth. Always say, girl, no. Always say, girl, you're too big for your britches. I always want you to tell the truth. He goes, that will never change. I said, okay, I just want you to know. So I'm putting this out there to all my friends, including you, dear. Always be honest (laughs) with me. Do not yes me because I don't need that and Amy didn't need that. I'm not right. saying I'll ever go to drugs. I mean, I don't plan on it because I, I don't do them now, but I don't know. I don't know. But I, I just want people in my life to to tell me no. So, um, Yeah, that was the saddest part of the movie. That's why I was crying as hard as I was at some parts because these people, her mom and dad, had opportunities to tell her no, to put her in rehab. And her dad is the one that said, no, she doesn't need to go, even though she clearly did. That's why she wrote the song. Like, that's right. true. Every line of every song she's ever sung, she's not only written, but it's true. And the whole Back to Black album is about her ex-husband, Blake. I can't even look at that, man. I can't, oh. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, go see the movie. It's awesome. Um, before we get to some other juicy topics, I actually want to do something different. Do you have any light topic you want to talk about before we get to some of the, the juicier ones we have? Anything that came up the past two weeks that he kind of was like, well, that's kind of funny. I want to talk about that. Um... No, not that I can. I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm sure something will come, will jog my mind. But I mean, for now, okay. it's just like there's just been a lot of you know work shit and stuff like that that no one wants to hear. So nothing uh, major. What, what about any funny story that happened? I have a funny story to tell you. <laughs> I felt like so stupid, but kind of funny. Go ahead. No, do you have anything first? Um. God, I wish I was more prepared. It's eleven o'clock. Sorry. Um, no, I don't have a, I, no, 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 not at all. No, no. Usually, you know, sometimes I am never at a want of things to say. Um, um, no, I mean the only. I mean, I don't really. I can't think of anything funny. I mean, the only funny thing that I. No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'll probably you'll probably say something that will remind <laughs> me of something funny. So how about that? Okay. <laughs> so I just posted on Facebook. I don't know if you saw it. Um, I went to buy my, um, every time I go to the movies, whether I'm on a diet or not, I don't care whether I'm trying to eat better or not. I have to have popcorn, candy, and soda. I have to. So me and Ryan went to the concession stand. He, being the sweetheart, paid for tickets. So I said, okay, let's, you know, let me pay for snacks. He goes, okay. So I get up there, and this is the first time now Last night was the first time I was head to toe a trans woman. Wig, makeup, girl shirt, girl shoes, everything. Nail purse, polish, purse, everything. Purse? What? Purse? First, ever. First time, ever. No. No, did you have a purse, a lady bag? 
Oh, not a purse. I had my wallet with me. My purse is too big. I mean, now that I think about it, I could have had my little um, Vera Bradley, but I didn't even think about that. Plus, it wouldn't have matched my outfit. So um, <laughs> I get to the concession stand, go on my wallet, and pull out what I thought was a 20. And I hold it, you know, on the counter, and I say, I can have popcorn and, that, and a cherry Coke. And then I lean over to look at the snacks with the, um, the, the 20 hovering over where I was standing. And I'm like, hmm, what do I want? Sour Patch Kids, Sweetest Fish. And all of a sudden I hear Ryan go, girl, you only got a dollar bill. So <laughs> and I'm actually holding a dollar, not a 20. I go, oh, shit. <laughs> For some reason, it just caught me. And I'll tell you why. There's reasons why I started laughing. I started laughing so hard I was crying. So I finally get the money, and I look up at the girl, and she's, like, in a daze. And <laughs> Ryan goes, yeah. She's looking at you down at the money. Then she looked at me, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so stupid sorry. So I got Sour Patch. We got our food, and we walked away. The reason why it was funny <laughs> is because, number one, as I said on Facebook, most gay people in the LGBT community call each other girl or girlfriend. So I thought it was funny that Ryan was comfortable enough to say this in public. And I always uh, think whenever somebody calls another guy, first of all, I don't know why, but I think whenever someone, like, um, who was it? Kathy Griffin, when she calls Ryan Seacrest she, I laugh hysterically. I don't know why. So when, because Ryan said that in public, I thought it was funny. And then <laughs> on the second part of it, here I am, the first time being like a trans woman in public, and he's calling me girl. That felt good, too, you know? And I just, you know, right, whatever. But also, too, it was just a funny moment. It was just so funny. Like, if I was somebody looking in on that, I would be laughing my ass off. I'd be like, look at this person. What a goofball. So I, that, that was my funny story. I could not stop laughing. I got home and I was laughing about it. Just, I don't know. I, and I like how Ryan lets me laugh at myself, you know. I don't want to ever take myself too serious. And it was just a funny moment. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Well, you know what's kind of funny? So, um, just you mentioned, like, you know, how, like, yes, in the, in, especially in my, in my gay community, we do do mm-hmm. a lot of, like, girl, you know. Um, oh, of course, of, of course, my my very best friend Sylvester, who lives in Chicago, he insists mm-hmm. he's not girl anymore. He's lady, and everybody okay, knows him. Okay, and it's lady. not the lady; it's like lady. So he's lady everything. You know, it's kind of funny. Um, but we were up at the Russian River once playing these games, and uh, my friend, my two good friends, decided that we could have an entire conversation with only mm-hmm. using the word girl. And we thought it would be close because there's so many – because it, it takes on so many connotations depending on the inflection. So it's more like, mm-hmm. you know, sure. your friend to you at the movies was like, girl, you only have a dollar mm-hmm. or something. Or if it's like, mm-hmm. like you forgot something, you, you'd be like, girl. So we mm-hmm. went off. We were like, girl, girl, girl. And then at one moment, this yeah. we were playing this game, Cards Against Humanity, and this woman that we kind of know, she was a friend of another friend's, played this answer, and the answer was anal beads. And she oh. played the card, someone played the card anal beads, and then she made this side remark, she's like, oh, yeah, I've used those. And I turned what? to my friend Jimmy, and I did, girl, like, did you hear that? We <laughs> fell out. <laughs> so it's like, yes, tell your friend, you can have an entire conversation just by using the word girl. And I challenge our 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 thousands and millions of listeners to do this thing. Girl. Girl. <laughs> um thousands and millions of listeners. Yeah, that needed a girl. Um yeah, that's hilarious. I'm gonna have to do that with Ryan. Um yeah, I was just saying how Ryan and I we kind of just became friends like two weeks ago, and now it's like I can't live without somebody. Is he so your upstairs person that you were taking pictures of his place? And yeah, you also no when you were on Periscope too. What? 
Well, I saw your little Periscope thing. You were, I think you said you were at your friend's apartment who lived uh, upstairs Oh, no, that was mine. That was my apartment. That was my apartment. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, like, I forgot about that. That's funny. Um, no, because I was wondering, it's like, who's the fine guy you with, like, girl? <laughs> I know. Everybody thinks Ryan is hot. Isn't he gorgeous? He is gorgeous. Can you believe he is 44 years old? Well, good for I, I, him. That's what I said. He's like, I look so old. Look at my beard. I'm like, you look 36, even with flecks of gray in your beard. Shut the hell up. Like, I know. Oh, I'm, I I'm, I'm soon going to be 47, and I'm hoping to God people think I'm at least 38. <laughs> uh, if you didn't tell me, I would have thought you were in your late. I thought that when I, when we first met. I thought late Aww. 30s. But, well, thank um, you. But, yeah, he's... Such a sweetheart. I'm gonna miss him. But yeah, he's the guy that I was posting pictures on Facebook, and right, my roommate Adam has a huge crush on him, and he, he keeps saying, "When are you guys gonna have children? You guys would be so cute together." I'm like, you know, and I was just saying this before you came on. I think Brian is absolutely gorgeous. He's five eleven. He's got a butt like twenty year old. He's gorgeous. Great personality. I'm not sexually attracted to him because he's my friend. Once you become my friend, that goes away. I mean, I had a ginormous crush on you until we became squirrel friends, you know? And it's like... Until <laughs> you got to know me. <laughs> well, I just... Once we're friends, I just... It turns off for me immediately. That's how I've always been. I just can't crush on a friend. It's messy. And I want to hear him going, and you, going on dates and meeting people and being whores and stuff. I don't want to be like, I wish that was me. Oh, my God, I'm so jealous. You know, I can't do that. That's my friend. Right. You know, so. Speaking of that whores. Makes sense. Um, <laughs> Kim Davis. <laughs> I wouldn't really so classify mean. her as, I really wouldn't classify her as a whore because I doubt people pay her for sex. True. Um. Can we just talk about her for a minute? What is going she's on a, with her? She's a see you next Tuesday. Not only that, but there's a picture because she's standing in front of the county, uh, the I I saw that, is, yeah. Kansas County. You saw that? She's standing there with her arms up, and it's such a way that the, cap, the, the O and the Y in county are, like, covered. <laughs> yeah. Like, the word gun. <laughs> I have that to was, find it and tune it out. No, you know what that did? That, that's Jesus' way of getting back. It's like, girl, don't be using my name. <laughs> right. I didn't tell you to do I didn't tell you to do this. Yeah. So the latest with her is that, I mean, I'm sure you know, but she got out of jail because the judge said, okay, fine, I will release you from prison, but do not interfere with your staff. Right. I order you to issue marriage licenses to gay people, but I also order you not to interfere with other people doing it. She, I right. guess, said, okay, fine. So she's doing that. Now she's going back Monday to appeal because she still doesn't want to do her job that she was elected for. Um, we got people siding with her and standing by her, and it's like someone compared her to... MLK Jr., and somebody compared her to, you know, this is a civil rights movement. What? Are you kidding me? Like, I, I help me understand, please, because I don't understand their rationale. Can you help me understand that, please? I, I have, I don't, I don't understand where, I mean, you know, it's like the whole thing when people started saying that it was like also freedom of speech. It's like, it's like, wait, no. it's, taking, it's, it's, it's not taking away her freedom of speech. She's welcome to say whatever that she does, it, but she should be saying that while she's signing the marriage certificate because that's her damn job. <laughs> exactly. I don't believe this is right, but this is my job. I would, fine, right. say that all you want, but put, put your name on this form because that's your job. Right. As or we talked about before, if you don't want to do it, which you should be doing it, pass it off to one of your other coworkers. Yeah. You know what? Why, pro- why prohibit them or, you know what, resign? Because she knows they can't mm-hmm. fire her. And it's like, I'm right. sorry. It's like um, Jesus H. Christ is not on your $80,000 a year paycheck. Thank you. The government is. Sorry. But not only that, 
she's doing it because she believes gay marriage is destroying the sanctity of marriage after she's been married four times, twice to the same right. person. So she's being a hypocrite. She's a hypocrite. That's what I don't get. Mm, drives me nuts. I can't stand when people are hypocrites and can't admit it. If you want to be a hypocrite, at least have the balls to admit it. Right. You know, not try to go back to um, my own personal life, but um, Ryan was telling me about this guy that he's seen, and I was like, oh, he's okay. He's not, like, super cute that I thought you would be with. And I woke up this morning, and I'm like, what a hypocrite I'm being. Because if somebody, if I was dating somebody right now, and he said, your girlfriend's cute, but, I mean, she's a fucking trans woman. That's kind of gross, dude. I would be offended. So I got offended that I was so judgmental to Ryan's boyfriend, or the guy he thinks. So I actually had to apologize to him. And I said, Ryan, I'm sorry. I was a complete hypocrite and a, and a jerk, and I apologize. I love that you are dating somebody who isn't a supermodel, who isn't um, drop-dead gorgeous when you see him, but he's a good, good enough person that you feel comfortable with him. Well, and, and it could you be feel I mean, that way about your friends. Well, the thing could be is that beauty's an eye of the beholder. Maybe there's something mm-hmm. about this guy you may not see, you may not be attracted to or right. see it, but there's something about right. him that your friend is like, no, this guy is beautiful to me, you know. And that, that's mm-hmm. that's what's awesome. It's like you know, I, I I mean, and I've been guilty of doing the same thing. It's like I don't get these two guys together, and then it's like, and then I mm-hmm. take a step back. It's like you know what? It's not for me to get. It's not exactly. It's not my, it's not. It's not my business, you know. And but that's, that's my that's, whole point. That's when, I, that's when I look around and I say, like, you know what? Maybe there is someone for everyone, you know? And that's great. Yep. Maybe I'm just I'm just too pi- I'm just too picky, or maybe I, my person has just not shown up yet. Right. And that's my whole point with the Kim Davis thing. It's not your business why these two people are together. You have a job to make sure that they stay together. If they get divorced in a year, that's their business still. Right. You have a job. Do your job. So right. and, and stop putting the religion into everything that you do, because guess what? She only found religion four years ago. Do you know what I right. mean? She wasn't this religious before, so... Hmm. Anyway. Um, then there's Miss Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> oh, dear. You know, I love Caitlyn, and but I actually started... Post- what, go ahead. No, no, no. You, no, I'll let you finish, and, I, and I'll say what I have to say. But um, no, go ahead. Intro this. Yes, it's perfect. So I love Caitlyn Jenner, and when I started posting pictures, you know, with my, you know, new hair and makeup and stuff, my friends are like, you should post something to Caitlyn Jenner. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of did, but at the same time, I kind of don't want it. Because she's a Republican. Like, she's, she's against everything that we are as a trans community and an LGBT community. So I went back and forth. I posted something like one of my pictures, I felt like it was like a Caitlyn pose and Caitlyn hair. So I said, hi, Caitlyn Jenner. I see you. You know, like, I feel your style or whatever. But I'm not excited anymore about her. Um, what are your thoughts on Caitlyn and her, her Ellen interview? Well, I still need to watch it. So if you have, like, a link to it, just send it to me because I definitely need to see it. But the thing that okay. I was reading recently about, like, because I still watch the I Am Kate show. Granted, um, I kind of watch it, half watch it while I'm on my phone playing words with friends because sometimes it's kind of slow and boring. But the, 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 thing that I, the thing that I really like about it is, like, it's all of the supporting people that are in there to kind of watch their stories, like Jenny mm-hmm. and Shanti and Can- even Candace. You know, I mean, Grand, she's a little bit more in the eye. I knew more a little bit about her, and she's kind of like, you know, Hollywood, but she she still came from somewhere where it's like the mm-hmm. – it, it's kind of interesting to hear, especially Jenny and Shanti, when they talk about Caitlyn, mm-hmm. they, they kind of go in there and say, like, they kind of, they kind of read her very slyly because it's like they know, it's like, Kaylin, you just you this just happened. Get yes, you're you're brand new to this. You're you're excited about it. You're getting involved. It's like, but it's more than just the hair and the makeup. You need to it, you need and her hearing all the stories about 
you know, young, the youth and young other people and their struggles to, you know, fully transition, how that came to be. Like, she's clueless on all that. It's because she, she's in this ivory tower. I mean, she's getting her hair and makeup done every day and, like, you know, shanty is mm-hmm. girl. She put on her own makeup, you know. But I love her because she's real, you know, and they're trying to impart that on Caitlyn. You know, because when they came to New York and everybody was shouting Caitlyn and Shanti was saying, this is amazing because, granted, she's in the public eye, but she's going to actually kind of give us that credibility where it's like now it's even more out there where people can get educated. And it's like, granted, it's kind of hard to say using Caitlyn as that platform because she's in the public eye. It's kind of like we want this, but is she the right person because she has that access, access to all of it? But still it's like, Caitlin has a lot to learn, and I just feel like the others are just more grounded, you know, because I think she mm-hmm. is like doesn't know how to. I mean, you don't really work, you have a lot of money, and you know, you're cashing in on the show and all that other stuff, but it's like these other women are still doing amazing things with their lives. And like Jenny's whole story about like when she transitioned and then actually her wife was still the love of her life. I mean, that was so, mm-hmm. you know, cause, and, and then the wife telling the story about how, like, I realized, you know, some wives, I mean, it's hard to deal with, and it's like, I realized, like, this man who became this woman is still the love of my life. I mean, that was very touching because, and like they said, mm-hmm. it's, it's not easy, it's very hard, but it's like they knew that the love was still alive no matter what, and that was just very, you know, great to hear. However, I do have some gossip. Oh, girl. Go. So, I, I can't believe I'm going to... Okay. So, I, you, know, I, I, you, know what, you know what, David? I mean, um, Em, I'll tell you separately because I'm, it, it was said to me in confidence from someone who works at E, okay. and I don't want to, like... I don't want to say it all okay. just in case it gets out. I don't, I don't want to breach that, you know, okay. friendship confidence. You know, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you, I'll tell you offline. Oh, my um, God. Sorry, people. Sorry, people. But sorry, everybody. I love like, gossip, even though I don't spread it. I just... Right. I don't know why. I mean, if if I'd have heard the gossip from someone else, I would probably tell. Mm. But since it's a friend of mine that works there, I need to respect. Yeah. That he, okay. you know, his, 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 so. Anyway, um, but that's that's my thought on the show. It's like I think, and I think Caitlin is trying really hard to learn. Yes. And it's like, but you know, then it has to slip in just for ratings wise. It's like let's bring on Chris Jenner and like go, you know, mm. let's attack each let's attack each other because it's like, I mean, I know she's. You know, she was telling Chris, I mean, that was just in the previews for Tonight Show about how, you know, you were kind of mean to me and not, and not nice. It's like, that's, that's true, but it's like, you, I, I mean, and I, do, I don't think I ever would say this, but it's like you have to put your, 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 your feet in Chris Jenner's shoes. I mean, here she is married to the man of her, you know, of her husband, and he's doing all this on the side without telling her. And it's like, it's going mm-hmm. to be a shock to her. I mean, that, that's... I need you to know, correct you. Yeah. I need to correct, correct you. Me. Oh, go ahead. Yes. When Bruce met Chris, he was on hormones, and he was ready to do it after his second wife divorced him. He met Chris, and he had C-cup breath. She knew this, and she was like, oh, I support you. That's okay. And so she told him not to transition, and he kind of felt like he couldn't now because he was the man for her. Right. So she knew from day one. That day one he had this knew. in mind. Okay. She, she did. And she knew he dressed up. And she did interviews. You can go back and see them. I was watching an interview. Oh, there's been rumors about Bruce Jenner being transitioning since the 70s. I mean, really. Since even before I started, we, we got married. So it's not true, guys. You know, she knew. She knew. The kids, even Kim, caught him in one of Chris's dresses. That's why I don't believe this bitch. I don't decide for her. He was not the man for her. She was so mean to him on Keeping Up with the Kardashians by season two. I under, I did not understand why he stayed with her. I really didn't. So, I mean, yes, if it was another... Um, if it was another situation, you know, in Jenny's wife's situation, I can totally understand that. But in Chris Jenner's situation, she knew from day one. She knew this was inside of him from day one. So I don't feel bad for her. Sorry. Don't. Nope. Um, sorry, I had to go on my rant. Oof. No, it's no, I'm, I'm glad, no, no. Oof. I would rather, 
I would rather stand yeah. corrected than say something that's like false. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I know this is because if you watch the Diane Sawyer interview, Bruce talks about this. Before he was Caitlin, Bruce talks about how Chris knew. And so I'm quoting Bruce. That's where I got my information from. It wasn't like gotcha. a rumor or something I read. So um, my thing about I Am Kate that I love watching is just like you said, you see these other stories. I'm going to be honest with you. I had no idea what was going on in the trans community. I don't know a trans woman. I'm doing this on my own. No one's helping me. No one's supporting me. Um, I do have a couple of gay men that are, you know, my hairstylist and my, excuse me, um, helping me with makeup. But on a daily basis, I don't have the support that Kate has as far as the trans community. Um, so I like seeing all that. I like seeing, you know, Jenny and Chanty, whose real name was Chandelier, but she changed it to Shandy. Uh-huh. Um, love it. Love it. Um, but I have one thing that I hate about the show. And I also like that Caitlin is showing herself in an unflattering light at times. She's showing herself naive. She's showing herself saying the most inappropriate thing. She's showing herself saying they and them instead of us and we. Right. I hate that the fact that they say she's so naive and this, that, and the other thing, and they say, well, if she's going to represent us in the trans community, she never said she was going to. She never asked to be representation of the trans community. She's a, a trans woman in the public spotlight. That doesn't make her the spokesperson. So I don't right. agree with that statement that, she, that um, Shandy said. And I don't like when Jen says that to her and tells her, you know, oh, well, if you're going to be, you know, the voice of our community, I don't like that. She shouldn't have to be the voice. She should be a person in our history. Do you know what I mean? So um, people, the people that are the voice are um, the first pioneers. The Danish girl, that movie with Eddie Redmayne, cannot wait to see mm-hmm. that. That is the voice of our community. The very first trans woman ever, that's the voice of our community. So just wanted to set out there. Um, what else do we have going on this week, uh, past week? Um, trying to think. Oh, um, did you hear what Damon Wayne said about Bill Cosby's accusers? No. I don't even know if you heard. Oh, my God. I don't know if he was joking or... Anyway, he said, it's a money hustle. 40 years? Listen, how big is his penis? that it gives you amnesia for 40 years. If you listen to them talk, they go, well, the first time, the first time, bitch, how many times did it happen? Just listen to what they're saying. And some of, some of them really, and some of them really is, first of all, some of them really are. Some of them really is unrapeable. I look at them and go, you don't want that. Get out of here. Unrapeable. Mm-hmm. That's how he defends Bill Cosby. Um, never heard of anybody being unrapeable. I right. would like to be unrapeable. I would love that. Um, that'd be great. Um, 35 women who have no connection to each other come out to say they were harassed sexually and drummed by this man who then in 2005 gets sued and admits that he did this. And Damon Wayans says, oh, they're all lying. So is Bill Cosby lying too? Is he lying that he did it? Like, um, yeah. But I know what your thoughts are, but I guess I want to hear you express them. Uh, first of all, I mean, I look at it two ways. One, I look at it as he's a comedian, so he's trying to be somewhat... Funny, I hope, mm-hmm. as opposed to being mm-hmm. serious. But I think it's like, are you really saying someone is unrapeable? That's it's mm. just it just boggles the mind that someone would actually use this word. And and granted, we all kind of question like forty years. It's like why now all of a sudden and whatever. 
Mm-hmm. But, but besides that point, it's like it did happen. So it's like whether it's 40 mm-hmm. years ago or 40 minutes ago, you know, I mean, this is Bill Cosby we're talking about. It's not like Bill Blank from down the street, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's huge. I mean, there's a lot of repercussions, and I think just someone just finally decided to say something. But I, 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 I'm just, I mean, it's just like no one, no, did anyone ask you to weigh in, Dave, and weigh in? I mean, or did no. you something you just got to put that out there? <laughs> you know, no one asked. Um, Damon Wayans, come on. <laughs> Who's asking him anything? So is his daughter unrapeable too, or is she rapeable? Like, what about his wife and his sisters and his mother? Like, when you say stuff like this, even if it's a joke, which I'm not even sure of his intention, but you you make you make yourself look really stupid. Right. And I... Now people are boycotting anything that he does. I don't even remember the last thing he did. So it's like, what are you going to boycott? You know, it's like it's like suing a homeless person. They got nothing. So I don't know. I just I feel bad for his kids and media outlets. Please, 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 if you're going to run this story, put his picture up, not Damon Wayne Jr. They're two totally <laughs> different people. Hence the junior. You look really stupid when you do that, so I just wanted to give an FYI. Not all black folk look alike, especially in the same family. They don't even look alike. So, um, Yeah, so that's what's going on there. Um, over the past two weeks, I mean, there wasn't really much of anything else bubbling up. Um, just those few topics, which is not a lot. Um, I didn't know if you... Did you have anything that you wanted to discuss, anything important or that I missed? Well, I'm not you that. know what? I, I wish I wish our thousands and millions of viewers could, I could impart some girl important topics to talk about to you this weekend when the only thing that's been on my mind this entire weekend is the 30-year anniversary Golden Girls Marathon that's been on Logo. Oh, my God. Because you know I'm obsessed <laughs> with that show. I've been watching it nonstop. Well, in between the time I, I'm in and out of my apartment, so. Right. It's funny. I have all, let's see, seven seasons on DVD staring right in front of me, and I haven't done the marathon yet. I'm waiting. I do have a vacation in October, so I might do it then. But, um... I thought I would do it this past weekend, and I just didn't feel like doing it, so. <laughs> we shall see. I've done the Sex and the City Marathon before many times. I did the Scream Marathon, actually, and that was All four? Awesome. I just missed, well, I did the three. I didn't have the fourth. I'm, I'm going to go get the fourth so I can. But I hate Emma Roberts, so it's, like, hard for me to watch that movie. Like, I detest her. Ever since, and it's the same with Chris Brown. Ever since I found out she's a boyfriend beater, I've not liked her. Mm-mm. I can't. So I kind of want to get the fourth just so that I have all four because I want to support Wes Craven, RIP. But um, Emma Roberts, she, she mm. I even don't want to watch Scream Creams because it has Emma Roberts and Leah Michelle. And it's like, Ooh. I know, but I'm I'm still going to watch it. Yeah, I guess. I do. I cannot wait. Cannot wait for American Horror Story Hotel with Lady Gaga. Kathy Bates said that Lady Gaga is amazing. Kathy Bates, okay, like Kim Davis's Misery Twin. Like seriously, if Kathy Bates gives you the acting seal of approval, you know you made it. So I'm gonna um, watch it. I just I just hope it doesn't get awful, stupid, like Freak Show. I didn't even finish Freak Show. I really didn't. After they killed Missy, I was off that. I dumped Freak Show as well. But I did want to make mention, I don't know if you knew this, um, the boy who played Dandy got nominated for an Emmy. For Freak Show? Yeah. Is it what, Best Supporting Actor in a TV miniseries or something? Yep. Oh, wow. He was amazing. I did not think he would. 
And first of all, can we talk about how fucking gorgeous he is? Oh, my God. <laughs> when he was in his underwear, I mean, I almost wanted to keep watching just to see him in his undies. And he was amazing. I've never seen a boy act like Bryce Dallas Howard. This boy can cry on cue. Like, he was the craziest, sexiest villain I have ever seen on TV. I just, I'm floored by him. Oh, I'm getting vapors now. Woo! <laughs> Lord have mercy. Is it hot in here? Woo, my Atlanta. Um, yeah, I hope he wins. He was, he was brilliant. And he's only, like, 30. And that was, like, his first big acting role. But, hmm. His name is Finn Watrek. I don't know if I pronounced his last name right, but um, he's still golfing growth marathon. Okay, girl. Whatever. Sorry. It's all right. Um, so before we leave, because I mean, not that important topic. What did you want to, uh, or what are you doing this, this coming week? Um, coming week. Oh, so. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple of things. One, I'm going to see the Broadway show Hamilton on Thursday. Okay. Very excited about that. It's still in previews. Jonathan Groff is in it. Um, um, mm. Emmanuel Aretta, I think that's his last name, who wrote In the Heights, wrote it. So it's kind of like a hip-hop retelling of um, um, Hamilton, the president. So it should be quite – I have a few friends, a few friends that I've seen already and loved it. So we're going to see that on Thursday, and then just some work stuff that I have to finish up and then um, figuring out what's what's next. So not too much. I mean, that's, like, the only thing. Cause like, you know, it's like the new Broadway season is starting, so it's like there's a lot of shows that I want to see. Um, and then I have a friend coming in town, uh, two friends coming in town in October, so I'm gearing up for that as well. So how about you? What is your week looking like? Um, hmm. That's a good question. Oh, I'm doing something major. I'm going to Taco Tuesday. Um, well, starting Monday, actually, this coming Monday, I'm going to, you know, be head to toe. And Tuesday will be the first time I'll be going to Taco Tuesday um, at my favorite place, 647 Tremont, as um, a trans woman completely. And Mm-hmm. A little nervous about both Monday and Tuesday tomorrow. Just a little nervous only because I don't know what people's reaction is going to be. But if they've accepted me already, they, it shouldn't be anything big. Um, right. But I'm more nervous about being out in public at a place I frequently go to, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess I wasn't nervous last night because I haven't been there in five years to the um, Kendall Square Cinema. But this one I frequent all the time, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, other than that, working, um, what am I doing Friday? I think I'm doing something Friday. I don't remember. <laughs> um, I'm going to try to see a movie. Oh, yes, that's it. I'm going to see Black Mass with a couple of um, my coworkers on Friday. So. Oh, that's the Johnny Depp movie, right? Yeah, he looks freaky. He looks, like, scary. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, like, fully watch it. I'm going to be concentrated on the contact lenses. They creep me out. So, but that's about it. Well, also, I mean, we should have, like, so this Sunday is the Emmys. So we may, Mm -hmm. we'll have a pre-Emmy show. (laughs) Oh, yes. I totally forgot. I'm really pissed at the Emmys because Pablo... Schreiber, who's been one of my long-term crushes, of my many crushes, did not win for Orange is the New Black. What the hell? Did you ever watch that? No. Oh, he is so good as porn stash. He is so good. And I just, I'm pissed he didn't win, but whatever. Bradley um, Whitford from Transparent, he won, so I can't be too mad at it because he was really good on Transparent, so... Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I'm just pissed that uh, my Pablo doesn't get recognized. He's so underrated. But whatever. Um, but yeah, that's it. All right. Um, can't wait for next week. And also Monday. Don't forget, people, watch Fashion Police. It's um, so funny. They have Melissa. I don't know if have you been watching it again? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so they have Melissa Rivers back. But the more important thing 
is, I don't know if I told you before, they have Tony Tripoli back. Um, I interviewed him before. He's the head writer. Yes, Fashion Police has a head writer. He's the head writer of Fashion Police. He was actually not there when Kathy Griffin was there. So he he came back with Melissa, and he is, he, like, it makes that show. Without him and Melissa, the show would be nothing. And Margaret Cho is hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Freaking love her. So. I do have to say so that I was talk, when I was talking to a friend of mine, mm-hmm. I said I did not want to li- like Melissa. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes kind of bugs me. I said, but honestly, the new fashion piece is actually it's very well done. My only my only critique on the show is that every episode they have like in this segment we like to call this. It's like stop with all the segments. Like invent like five yeah. segments and rotate them. Stop inventing new ones. <laughs> and I also. The only, and it's not even a bad thing, but the only thing I noticed is that every show, they try to be just a little bit shocking. They try to be a little bit water cooler. Now, I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I just, it's something I noticed. But, um, well, they're, trying to, I keep, love they're it. trying to get ratings up, so. Yeah, but even when Joan was there, they didn't have to, I mean, it didn't have to be shocking. She was just naturally that way. Maybe I'm just right. noticing it more, and it always was like that. I don't know, but I just I don't know. Whatever. It's it's um it's fun though. I'm glad it's it's back to being the same. But all right, my dear. Thank you for joining me. I of course love you to death, and I'm glad love you, that you too. Could come. And um yeah, we'll pick up where we left um, off next week. Next week. Thank you so much. Have I'm, a great week. You Enjoy Taco Tuesday. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I'll be posting pictures. You know I will. <laughs> Bye. Bye, honey. Bye, everyone. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk Radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea. 